What's up, mamas? Welcome to another exciting episode of Mama Life Season 2, Mama Life Plus 3, a show about the ups and downs of motherhood. I am your host, Rosie, the Haitian Mama, and since it's Women's History Month, I want to welcome you to the Mama Get Your Bag series. Okay, in this four-part series, I will be shining light on four different queens who's getting that bag and taking care of home. So, this is dedicated to all my mamas who's getting that bag. Alright sis, this series is for you. Alright y'all, welcome to the first part of the Mama Get Your Bag series. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. Okay, so anyways, this part focuses on the moms that work from home and, you know, get that bag. Alright, so my guest today for part one, y'all, is Tanisha. She is a mother of one and soon to be two. And she also works as the VP of Bank of America. Let's give a warm welcome to Tanisha. What's up, girl? Hello. Thank you so much for asking me to be on your podcast. You are very welcome. Now, okay. Now, it's not like we don't know each other. Um, She is actually my husband's cousin. So we've been knowing each other for some time now. And we all know she gets yeah. that bag, so let's get us started. Okay, so how are you feeling? Every day is different, uh, but right now I'm feeling really blessed and thankful, um, just happy. Happy. I'm glad to hear that. See, I always ask, I always ask moms especially how they're feeling because sometimes you don't know. They get stressed, you know, right. it's hectic. So, it's really good to ask people how they're feeling. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so we know you work from home and we know everybody now, you know, some people are working from home because of the pandemic. But, you know, as a work-at-home mom now, how do you divide your time between work and family? So, I think I do a, a lot better job now than I did when we first uh, started working from home. Uh, but when we first started working from home, my daughter was doing virtual uh, online learning. And I had to balance helping with computer navigation, classwork, questions, getting homework done, while doing all of the tasks uh, at my own job. So it was really difficult. But what helped me was starting to uh, share our space. So, you know, I have, um, she's, a, she's a second grader. So um, she's not used to being on the computer other than being on a tablet and playing games. So when we switched over to virtual learning, uh, just computer navigation and always needing help, where's the mouse, where to click, where's the tools, that was something that was a focal point. So I kind of started in ways. The first part, we shared a space. So this way I was there with her to kind of help her with her navigation. Um, and then also I can do my meetings. I tried to be transparent with my job, let them know, hey, my daughter is here. If you hear interruption or anything, I do apologize. Um, because we... we Working from home, it shouldn't. It's going to have a different flow than uh, office space. We have to understand that you know life changes, and 
we're going to have different different interruptions in the workplace. And I think everyone has a little grace for that when you're upfront about it. Um, so being transparent with my team and scheduling and having boundaries was the most important. So making sure that I put things on my schedule and outlook, uh, getting reminders to do certain things because you'll forget. And then also just making sure you have boundaries setting, okay, this is the time I'm going to do this and I'm not going to do anything else because you'll start to get overwhelmed. And that's when the frustration sets in. And that's when you're not meeting your expectations and it just becomes really, it, it, it's hard. So while doing virtual learning, being intentional and making a schedule is a must, ensuring that we keep a morning routine, getting ready for the day in the morning so that we're in that space of we are here to work, eating breakfast, everything that she would get at school, anything that I would do before I start work, we have to continue those routines. Oh, child, you know what? And then, say it again. Oh, I was just going to say I commend you because I know how hard it is to, you know, to work and take care of a child at the same time. Right. <laughs> because they still wake up. Even though you're home, they still wake up. They don't want to go to school. I think it's harder when they're going to school from home because they're in the – you have to always redirect them back to school because they'll get a screen break and want to be on YouTube and then, you know, forget they're in a the school atmosphere or – you know, they wake up and they, because they're not going anywhere, they feel like they shouldn't have to do school. So making a, making a schedule, sticking to those things and putting in place stable routines you had when you used to leave the house is going to be important because it, it puts them in the mind frame of learning and it puts you in the mind frame of working. I see the difference when I roll out of bed and try to go to work than when I actually get up do my same morning routine and then go to work. I'm actually at work mentally um, and not just sitting, you know, at a computer in front of, you know, in my living room or something. Hmm, true. That's true. That's true. Cause I'm doing it now and I'm not even working and I know how hard it is just to get, you know, the kid ready and in that mental state just to be in front of the computer and just do their work. Cause sometimes to be honest, they don't want to do it. So, right. <laughs> So pushing them is a must. And with working, I know it's hard enough to concentrate on your work and concentrate on, you know, her work at the same time. Right. Um, and that's why eventually we had to have our own space. So we first start out in the same space. But then if you continue that for a long period of time, then your child becomes dependent on you. And then they're not in that school environment. Now they're looking at you as a teacher. So as she got comfortable with computers and navigating, understanding where the tools are and understand, understanding her teacher's set of rules and where she could go to find the resources, then that's when it was time to put her in a space. So we, we actually turned a, a portion of our home into a classroom um, so that she can work independently. And then it was time for me to move out into my own little office. So I, I, I put a section of my home, like a work office for me to be there. And then from there on, you know, I go to my station, she goes to her station, and then you have to constantly redirect. Um, if you have a question, ask your teacher. Oh, that's a so good idea. This way, 
right because the teacher is there to help them. They're just they're just looking at you because you're physically there. So you have to continue to let them know, hey, why don't you put the hand up? Remember, they told you how to raise your hand. So raise your hand. Your teacher will get your question. And then soon they'll be more independent with working with the teacher and getting help. And then I can focus on my activities, doing my meetings, shutting my door, you know, being being all into work like I was before. Hmm. That's a that's a great idea, actually. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Now, did the pandemic affect your job? Yes. So we were at a call. We were. I'm a customer service manager, so we were all in a call center environment. And the the best thing about the pandemic is that we never lost any de- um, any work time. We quickly switched, though, everything to work from home. So everyone was deployed with a laptop, um, you know, computer screen, mouse, keyboard. We went all virtual and, and just like school, everyone's working from home. And also, like we said, you know, anything can happen. You have these kids, they're going to need help. We had to become more flexible in the way in which we manage attendance and performance in our day-to-day environment to make sure we were taking account into everyone's uh, day-to-day activities. So, yeah, you know, you, you may leave on lunch break. You may be a little late because, you know, maybe something happened during lunch, whereas when you're at work, you know, you're just walking to a, a cafeteria, coming right back, so it's a little different. So we, we, and then maybe your, you know, child is sick, or maybe your child needs help with work, or, you know, so we had to make sure we were given additional breaks for that. And just, you know, being a little bit more flexible and understanding to everyone's needs. So that's how our environment changed. Everyone went home, and then we had to really adjust our policies and procedures to ensure that we were being fair for our employees. Oh, that is, oh my God. Yeah, that is true. That's that's difficult. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> straight off. So, okay, if you had to, like, do it all, all over, like, if you had to switch up, would you work from home or would you, like, stay in an office? Because I know you're so used to going to the office. Mm, I, you know what, to be honest with you, I would want to do a blended of both, probably working from home a couple of days a week and going into the office a couple of days a week. Um, I think that you, you're definitely more productive in that office environment for some people. Um, working from home definitely gives you more time with your family. It gives you more flexibility in your schedule. Um, but I do think that we all need a couple of days in the office just to make sure that we're meeting our expectations by the end of the week. But I, I would say both, a blend of both. Not one is, not one is the best. I think having both is really how we need to move, proceed to the future. Mm, yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right, so what's the most rewarding part about working from home? So like I said, spending more time with your family. But um, also one thing that really stuck out to me was just being able to cook dinner. So during my lunchtime, I started prepping dinner. And then, you know, by the end of my shift, I was able to have dinner already ready or um, on the stove preparing it already. So when you're leaving work at 6 o'clock, And by the time you get home, it's almost 7 o'clock. And then by the time you start dinner, we're talking about a 9 o'clock dinner time. 
So then you kind of get discouraged because who wants to eat that late? You know, who wants to be up that late? You, you don't get to spend time with your kids. So then sometimes dinner becomes something quick, drive through or, you know, fast food or delivery. So I would say being able to really prepare meals and be able to balance, um, you know, family time is something that has been rewarding from working from home. Wow, that is so amazing and quite organized. <laughs> like, seriously, that is so organized. I like that. Like, the meal yeah, preparations? I think when you're talking, say it again. I was going to say the meal preparations, that's, that is so organized. I don't think I, I could have put it off, but <laughs> that's organized on your part. Some people do, like, meal planning for the week. That's not my thing because I feel like I'm eating leftovers all day. Um, but I think something that's easier is when you make your breakfast and you're doing your morning routine to also encompass um, planning for lunch in advance, so packing a lunch and having that ready to go. And then also at least prepping or starting. So I might season some meat or, you know, take it out, get everything taken out. So this way all I'm doing is, like, throwing it on. Um, and also getting out the house during the lunchtime, walking, doing some sort of uh, exercise for yourself, getting your kids out the house. So I kind of switch my lunchtime to match my, my daughter's screen break time. That kind of helped us as well. But... Being intentional, setting those boundaries is really the only way to to get a, get the whole day ready and, or, or uh, completed. And that's the same thing you do at work. You're intentional with your work. You're setting boundaries. You know, you're not you're not all over everything outside of work. You're dedicated to what's going on at work during the time. You have to do the same thing in your home space, even though you're not physically there. Okay, so. So with working from home, like I know some some women, they're home, but they're like taking care of the kids, but not you know working. Um, if they wanted to get a job and they wanted to you know to work from home, is there any advice that you would give them on how to you know juggle the two? Yes. So you're not you're you have to have children that are. Um, old enough to be self-sufficient. If you're talking about you have babies, um, but you have a job that you're like uh, tied to a phone all day, that's probably not going to work because something is going to have to give and I'm pretty sure we're all going to pick out children. So if you have babies or something some, uh, or a child at the age that needs a lot of attention, then you would still need some sort of care um, while you're at work. If you have kids that are school age and they're able to be self-sufficient and tend to themselves while while you're at work, then that then on virtual learning plus working from home can work for you. But you also have to be a person um, that's able to complete tasks on your own. So when you're working from home, no one's there to make sure that you're actually doing the work. No one's there to make sure that you're actually where you're supposed to be. So you just have to be dedicated. And if you're a person that you, you have to know yourself, if you're a person that needs micromanaging, working from home is just not for you. And if you're a person, you know, you lose focus. And if you're a person like me who gets stressed a lot, maybe working from home is not for you either. <laughs> right you have to really be on top of yourself taking ownership of yourself operating like you're your own business and and really having follow-through 
setting boundaries, making a schedule, being intentional with your day. Um, you know, you're not going to get everything done at one time. You're going to have a list. And that list may not be completed by the end of the day. You have to set a boundary for your own well-being to say, this list is not done, but my shift is over. I'm closing the door. I'm walking out of work. I am done for the day. Um, but then the next day, you start back with that list. You pick it right back up where you left off, and you and you start all over. You can't do laundry while you're working, <laughs> you know. So my, my routine for housework is still the same. My weekends or at the end of my shift is where I pick up my housework. You can't do laundry while you're working. You're not going to be able to handle all your personal business while you're working. You're going to have to set those boundaries and have two separate, two, two separate windows to do that. Work is work. If my shift is 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., then I'm going to schedule some breaks in between there so that I have relief from work, for my own well-being, making sure that, you know, lunch is done, making sure that I'm taking my necessary breaks, and then I'm going to get back into the flow of work. After 6 o'clock, I have a hard shutoff. I'm doing no more work. I'm not looking at the computer. You can't get me. It just is what it is, and then I'm getting into mommy mode. Yes, y'all, and that's how you balance it, and that's <laughs> that's amazing you know that's how you get that bag and take care of your family at the same time now that's amazing right and okay so it's woman's woman's month you know woman's history month who would you say is mm -hmm. your favorite woman role model um i would have to say my mom camilla coppin um she has patience she's effective with communication um, she does everything with this style, this grace, this confidence. Um, she pulls confidence out of you, and sometimes you don't have it. Uh, she's just, and, and when you think about um, a working mom, that was my first image of a working mom. She would go to work. Before work, she would get us ready for school. Uh, she would be at work. She would come home. She would cook dinner. <clears throat> she had her time to balance PTA, being a PTA president. She had time to be Girl Scout troop leader. She had time to pour into us on the weekends. Uh, you know, she kind of did it all when we were growing up. So I wanted to be that type of mom, that type of, and then when I, when she be, when we were old enough to be for ourselves, um, and you get older, you see your parents in a different light, and I see her as a woman outside of being a mom, and I said, I want to be that type of woman, you know, the grace, the style, the confidence, you know, just the, the patience that she had, that's something that I see, and I'm like, yes, I would like to be her when I grow up, she's my little model. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> like, for her, that is so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> And you know something, like, if you don't hear this enough, you are so amazing. On Not only because you, you know, you juggle work and, you know, you take care of the kids at the same time. You make sure they get their homeworks done and everything. And, you know, some people will get stressed out or break down, you know, <laughs> especially working from home and trying to, you know, be with the kids. And you're right. They have to be, you know, at an age where they could do everything because 
I mean, if it, if I was in your shoes, like, if it was me, <laughs> like, seriously, I don't think I could do it, like, with three kids trying to work from home, you know, the baby screaming, everybody crying, that'd be crazy, so I commend you for, like, just working and just taking care of the kids, taking care of home, that's a lot, and that's what we're here to celebrate, so yes, I commend you. Thank you. And I want to say that if you're not perfect, you're going to have times. Everyone gets stressed out. I get stressed out. There are going to be times when I'm like, I'm not cooking dinner. I just need a break. And, you know, when you're when you're working outside of home, you have that 30 minutes on the way home or 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how far you live from your job, to kind of de-stress and, and try to get your mind right, listen to music. you got to find a way to build that into your schedule, too. So sometimes I'll leave that room from where my office is, and I'll come in my bedroom and shut the door, and I'll let my kids know, hey, listen, I need some time. I'm going in here. Sometimes you just had such a full day at work, and you just don't have the capacity to do anything else, and that's fine. Being being transparent, not just with your work, but with yourself and your family, keeping the open communication is going to help. And then for me, like I have two bonus kids, and at some point I had to be honest with myself and say, okay, am I going to be able to, with three kids at home, fully focus on work and ensure that they are successful in their schoolwork? And after our first quarter of the year, we decided to go ahead and put everyone back into, you know, brick and mortar school. And now I have from the from 8 a.m., 7.30, they catch the bus from 8, 7.30 to about 3.15 of just myself, where I am back in. It, it, even though I'm at, at home, I feel like I'm in the office. It is just me. I am totally dedicated. I still have my lunch picked out. I'm still doing dinner planning during my lunch. Still taking a walk to make sure that I'm, you know, de-stressing and, and coming back to finish the last half of my shift. Um, but with multiple kids, you have to be honest with yourself. Can you really dedicate your time for eight hours a day, nine hours a day to a job if you have multiple kids that are going to need you in different ways? And then even if you have older kids, you have to ask yourself, do you have a child that it's hard for them to pay attention? They need extra help. Uh, they may have a lot of questions or they just lose focus and they're just everywhere. Uh, then you have to be honest, not every child is designed for online learning. So not only just knowing yourself and what type of worker you are, knowing your children, knowing what you can handle, you know, if you don't have a house big enough for each person to be in their own space, then it's not going to work. Three computers can't be at a kitchen table with three students doing their online work. They're not in the same place at, at school. They would be in their own classroom. So you need that separation. That's true. That is so true. Ooh. Okay, thank you so much for joining me on this series. I really, I really appreciate you. And you, you know, you are truly amazing, you know, like working, taking care of kids, like I said again. And for every woman out there that's like working and trying to juggle the kids and trying to juggle housework at the same time. You are amazing, and I know you guys don't hear this much, <laughs> like seriously, because you know, some people, some people won't say it, but you know, if they don't, you hear, you're hearing it here first, you know, 
Y'all amazing. Y'all got this. Y'all get in that bag. So keep hustling. All right, y'all. All right, time for the Kiss Say the Darnest Things segment. Okay, do your kids say the darnest things? Well, mine's zoo, and I'm lucky enough to write it down. All right, so the other day, my husband's aunt was over the house, and my son was <laughs> telling on his brother, as usual, and she was like, why, why are you such a tattletale? And my son looked in back of him and was like, I don't have a tell. What? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Time for the inspirational quote of the day. Let's get inspired. So today's inspirational quote in honor of Women's History Month is by Maya Angelou. And it states, each time a woman stands up for herself without knowing it, possibly without claiming it, she stands up for all women. Alright, thank you so much for listening to Mama Life Season 2, Mama Life Plus 3. And remember, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share with your other mom friends, with parents, and with anybody that's thinking about raising kids. And remember, ladies, take care of each other, and most importantly, take care of them kids. Peace out. <laughs>